thanks for joining me on Jesus and Books. I'm Jason Comley. In this episode, I'll be talking about the book Son of Man by Wells Bristol. Wells reached out to me on Goodreads and suggested his book for this podcast. I agreed. He kindly sent me a softcover copy of his book, which I have in my hand. And so I'll be discussing it and related topics in this episode. Here's the description on the back cover. So this is Son of Man. What compelled Yeshua to leave Nazareth to be baptized by the prophet of the Jordan River? Did he know he was beginning a three-year ministry that would end in the sacrifice of his life? On his journey down Nazareth Mountain, across the Jezreel Valley, through the mountains of Samaria, and down to the Jordan River, Yeshua comes face to face with the sufferings of his people under the Romans and King Herod, the jealous ruler who seeks his life. And on the journey, Yeshua is forced to confront what he has long denied, that he is the Messiah, the Son of Man. So as you can tell, this is a fictional account of Jesus just before he sees John the Baptist, the prophet of the river, and is baptized. And how dangerous that journey may have been. Of course, the, the lands were occupied by the Romans, and uh, it's quite a riveting read. Uh, first, I wanted to talk about the name Yeshua, and also the Son of Man. So Yeshua in Hebrew is a common alternative form of the name Joshua, which means to rescue or to deliver. Now, Son of Man part, I dug up some passages from Jesus the Christ by James E. Talmage. It's a masterpiece book that's now in the public domain, so I'll have a link to it in the show notes. This is what Talmage says about the moniker or the title Son of Man. So he says, and I'm just going to read some passages here. Son of Man, chronologically speaking, appears in the New Testament first and reoccurs about 40 times. In each of these passages, it is used by the Savior distinctively to designate himself. In the Old Testament, the phrase Son of Man occurs in ordinary usage denoting any human son, and it appears over 90 times as an appellation by which Jehovah addressed Ezekiel, though it is never applied by the prophet to himself. The title is used in connection with the record of Daniel's vision in Daniel 7.13. In applying the designation to himself, the Lord invariably uses the definite article, the Son of Man, to say that, that is, it is specifically and exclusively Jesus Christ. Talmadge goes on to say, He knew his Father to be the one and only supremely exalted man, whose son Jesus was both in spirit and in body the firstborn among all the spirit children of the Father, the only begotten in the flesh, and therefore in sense applicable to himself alone, he was and is the son of the man of holiness, Elohim the Eternal Father. In his distinctive titles as sonship, Jesus expressed his spiritual and bodily descent from and submission to that exalted father. 
I'll have a link to Jesus the Christ by James E. Talmadge in my show notes. Again, it's a masterpiece. It's a classic. I highly recommend that you read the book. I also wanted to talk a little bit about Jesus Christ, the name Jesus Christ. Jesus was a very common name at the time. So Jesus is like Bob or John, and that is the human side of the Son of God, Jesus Christ. Christ part is the anointed part of Jesus Christ. So Jesus Christ was 100% human and 100% God. The Jesus part is the human part. Christ, which means anointed one, is the God part. Why does that matter? Well, when you hear someone say Jesus of Nazareth, that doesn't acknowledge the divine aspect of Jesus Christ. I know that atheists will say Jesus of Nazareth, and that's their way of denying the divinity of Jesus Christ. So just something to keep in mind. It does, that's not always the case. Sometimes people will say Jesus of Nazareth just to switch things up a little bit, but it's something to keep in mind, and I wanted to bring that up. Even for the name of this podcast, sometimes I wonder if I, the podcast should have been Christ in books. I don't know. Okay, moving on. When preparing this episode, this reminded me of another book I previously read, and that was The Infancy Gospel of Thomas. So The Infancy Gospel of Thomas is a supposed account of Jesus before the age of 12, just stories of him as a child. Now, apparently it was written in the 2nd century or earlier. It's, uh, now, it's the infancy Gospel of Thomas, but it's not written by, Gos by uh, Thomas the Apostle, but rather attributed to a Thomas the Israelite. I have no idea who that is. And I'll tell you a few stories, and you'll agree that they are creepy and ridiculous and completely implausible in one story. And you can find uh, the infancy gospel of Thomas online. I'll link to it in the show notes. But some stories from uh, this account. In one story, Jesus breathes life into birds made from clay. And uh, so they... They fly away. Jesus curses a boy who dies and becomes a shriveled up corpse. I don't know, maybe this was inspired by the fig tree episode in Mark 11. Not sure. And then another story, Jesus curses a boy who falls dead. And when his parents complain, they become blind. So these certainly aren't in any way accurate. Like I said, they're... They're creepy and uh, implausible, unlike Son of Man by Wells Bristol, which is very plausible and, I think, accurate uh, to the, as to the nature of, of Jesus, uh, of Yeshua. The infancy gospel of Thomas reminds me of... There was a Twilight, epi uh, Twilight Zone episode where a, a little six-year-old boy had godlike mental powers including mind reading and 
he was able to isolate the town that he lived in, which was Peaksville, Ohio. It doesn't actually exist, I, I checked, uh, from the rest of the universe. So here's this town isolated from the rest of the universe under the control of this bratty six-year-old boy. And if any of the adults complained, they would be banished to this otherworldly cornfield. It was a very spooky episode, probably one of the best Twilight Zone episodes uh, ever made. And that's what the Infancy Gospels kind of reminded me of. So let's go on to Son of Man. The book Son of Man by Wells Bristol. This is very realistic. At the beginning of the story, we read that Yeshua's father, Joseph, is dead. And we get a sense of the, uh, the family dynamics with uh, Yeshua, his mother, and his siblings. Now, Yeshua in this story is a carpenter, as he was in the actual Gospels, and also a physician, much like uh, Wells Bristol is. Wells Bristol is a surgeon. It's very interesting. We read how Yeshua uses his intelligence and medical expertise to heal wounds and save people, even Roman soldiers. That's certainly something Jesus would do, even though the Romans are, in fact, the enemies of the Jewish people. Reminded me of this story I read from this book, 101 Healing Stories Using Metaphors in Therapy by George W. Burns. The story is of a patient who is very ill and undiagnosed. They don't know what's wrong with her. There's a professor of medicine and his registrars. Uh, they uh, finish their rounds and they're discussing this patient's case. And so the doctor is asked, what have you done for this patient? And why are they getting worse? And this doctor says, well, I, you know, I took her temperature, I took her blood pressure, I took a blood sample, you know, I took an x-ray, and yet I still don't know what's wrong. Her, she's still, her health is deteriorating. She's getting more and more depressed. And then the doctor was asked, okay, but did you take her hand? Anyway, I thought that story might be worthwhile to tell. So again, in this book, we read of the dangers of being under Roman occupation and this journey that Yeshua had to take. And it is a riveting read. There's lots of hints and foreshadowing of stories that we all know in the Bible. Barabbas, the terrorist, features prominently in this book. Now, I talked to Wells, and he says that there are other books forthcoming that are connected with this book, and that will tie all the plot lines together. So Son of Man is one of the books. Another book that will be released in the future is called Daughters of Jerusalem. So keep your eye out for that. I highly recommend this book. I think this is a great book for adults and teenagers. I gave it five out of five stars on Goodreads. So that's all for this episode. Thanks for joining me. I appreciate you listening. Feel free to friend or follow me on Goodreads. God bless. Thank you.